it is time for us to dig into what the hell should we watch this week with Steve Stebbing. Yes. Hello, Steve. Hello, Shane. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Welcome uh, back to this uh, Christmas uh, edition of the show. As Matt yes. says, uh, let's get um, effing festive. No, I said, I said let's get festive MFers. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I mean, both ways is great. I'm down. Merry Christmas to you, Steve. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. It, it is an exciting time. Um, it's a yeah. different one, um, but it brings out some different opportunities too. So we wanted to talk, Steve, about Christmas shows. Don't worry if you are a, a fan of the stevestebbing.ca segment here. Uh, we do have some movie pieces coming up for you uh, that'll get back to your normal stuff. But in the meantime, we wanted to touch on a few of these Christmas things. Can we bang out a whole bunch of just Christmas favorites, kind of get the good, the bad, the ugly, the thoughts, and all of that, and just sort of just touch on a whole bunch? Oh, definitely. All right, let's do that. Let's start with the classic cartoons. The classic throwback claymation style, whoa, retro, and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. What do you recall the most famous absolutely love it rudolph the red-nosed reindeer this is the iconic show yeah it's, it's got my boy yukon cornelius in this one too rocking the big beard <laughs> yeah right it's true like he does i mean i mean his his, his jolliness his larger than life attitude i mean i i feel like he doesn't get kind of uh, his his uh, time in the the pop culture spotlight very often at all. We kind of forget he's a supporting character that doesn't get that love. <laughs> he's getting the love from you, Steve. Getting the there love we go. From you. That's, that, right. I just wanted to give it that platform. <laughs> That's good. I love it. Um, and Rudolph, um, the iconic story of all time. Frosty the Snowman. Sure. Frosty the Snowman was a jolly happy soul. All right, so Frosty the Snowman, well, actually, Rudolph and Frosty really set off a lot of, of the cascade of what became Christmas shows after the fact, Steve. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and I mean, uh, the original... Uh, I mean, because there's two different versions of this one. There's the claymation one, and then there's that old school cartoon. Uh, and they just kind of got mixed over the years because I believe the first area was in late 60s. I want to say it's like 68, 69. And they just kind of got rolled together. Uh, because I, I, the one I remember is the animated version uh, with the Frosty with the red nose and everything. And then, of course, I think there's the Burl Ives version. Uh, and it's all narrated by Jimmy Durante. I know that one for a fact. Uh, but yeah, this one's like, I mean, that's, I, since I was two or three years old, we were watching this one. So Iconic again. I remember getting the DVDs, finding the DVDs like in the grocery store for Frosty and mm-hmm. Rudolph. But there was one DVD that was always impossible to find. And that DVD was A Garfield Christmas. Garfield, wake up. 
Good morning, John. No time for small talk, Garfield. It's Christmas morning, and you know what that means. Of course I do. Christmas means presents. Lots and lots of presents. First things first, Garfield. You can't open presents on an empty stomach. Here are your breakfast lasagnas. You may eat your way to the tree. <laughs> I think we'll be all eating our way to the tree. And who right. doesn't love Christmas lasagna? Absolutely. So now, did you miss this one by age here, Steve, or was this no. part of your life? This was huge in my life. Yeah, no, the, I definitely had this in my life because I had the original cartoon, the the, the Garfield cartoon that kind of it was like uh, shared with the farm critters friends side of it. It was Garfield and friends. Uh, but I remember this this uh, Christmas special. It was uh, pivotal. Just like the Halloween special was pivotal because Garfield also had one of those. Um, this one was huge on my list. Uh, and it does exist somewhere out there on DVD. Uh, it was released in 2017. Uh, so if you eBay it or, or something, you can probably find it for roughly 34 bucks. It's it also free on YouTube. Hey, That's how I got that go. clip. Yeah, not bad, eh? <laughs> really? Not bad. Uh, maybe now they just found out might not be no longer free. Way to go, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> ruin it for everybody. Uh, the Grinch, how the Grinch stole Christmas. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. Okay, we could always start the battle between uh, the old one and the new one with Jim Carrey. Where do you go? Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? And there's even more than that because Benedict Cumberbatch did one 2018. Uh, and then <laughs> recently, I think it was NBC did it. They did a Grinch musical I think it was last week with uh, Matthew Morrison from Glee who decided to uh, make his Grinch a little sexy and it kind of turned off the internet in a real bad way. <laughs> <laughs> sexy Grinch. Right? Oh, I need to see this. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You can Google it. There's there's some really funny articles about it and some hilarious tweets about it. Uh, I, I like the Jim Carrey, Ron Howard one from 2000. I, I don't know why this is... Uh, in the last five, ten years, fall into the category of a horror show. I duck it. I remember seeing it in theaters. Um, and, I mean, it's fun. But, I mean, nothing beats the Boris Karloff, Karloff original because that's just kind of what everybody knows, at least yeah. from a certain generation. Everyone knows that one. I like the but, old yeah. cartoony one, right? Like, that was because yeah. that was when I was a kid. But then, I mean, I, I like the Jim Carrey one. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one absolutely is, we've all decided here, New Life Rule. It is a Christmas movie and Die Hard. It's Christmas Eve in L.A. California. Well, we'll see what Santa and Mommy can do, okay? A New York cop, John McLean, has come to see his wife. Instead... He's going to have to save her. Sit down. <laughs> I love those ads, man. I don't even think we need to talk about it. I just think it's exactly what it is. Let's move ahead uh, one here, Matt, to Elf. Hey. Your costume is pretty. Oh, it's not a costume. I'm an elf. Oh. Well, 
technically I'm a human, but I was raised by elves. New Line Cinema presents the story of one elf who's coming home for Christmas. Boy, can't wait to see my dad. We're, we're gonna go ice skating and eat sugar plums. Aw, <laughs> oh, I love Elf so much. It's I love when you're a phenomenal movie. When he warns them, but watch out for the yellow ones. They're the mean men's with the cars. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hands down. Uh, do you think that one gets up to the top for the best one ever, Steve Stebbing? Uh, I mean, it, instant classic, way better than it had any real right to be when we first heard the premise uh, and partially filmed in Vancouver, BC. So, Does it yeah, definitely almost tiptoe into Christmas Vacation's backyard for being the iconic of the iconic? Uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, the age of the person forming the opinion always comes into play in this one. And it's always like kind of revered stuff when you're talking about Vacation, when you're talking about Die Hard, when you're talking about Scrooge or any of these ones. But yeah, I think uh, Elf is an easy shoe into that one because I, I think that if you, it has a draw to you wanting to watch it. You wanted to relive some of these really funny lines in it uh, and great performances. So, yeah, I think Elf is easily in that conversation. Let's get National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. This holiday season, la, 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 the Griswolds are going to play it safe. Clark, we're stuck under a truck. Oops. They're staying at home. I give you the Griswold family Christmas tree. Hope you're not getting sap all over your sweater, Clark. All Clark wants is a quiet, old-fashioned Christmas. Sorry. Got a little knot here. A little full. A lot of sap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To Derek's text, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, why would you even consider any others? Well, there are others that are coming in on the text line. What is the best Christmas movie of all time? 877-399-9898. I think that one is such a default to be the best that most people try to sort of for they kind of forget about it and let the other people vote so i want to know your votes stevestebbing.ca that's the website with everything else now steve's christmas blu-ray geek out is krampus saint nicholas is not coming this year instead a much darker ancient spirit those are hooves elk or goat kind of goat walks on its hind legs his name is Krampus. Sounds scary. Sounds like a Steve Stebbin kind of movie. Yes, exactly. I'm bringing the horror to Christmas uh, because you get this just phenomenal movie uh, about a family that's definitely not feeling the Christmas spirit. And uh, the, the young boy in the family inadvertently uh, summons a festive demon named Krampus to come terrorize the family at Christmas and it's monster movie with practical effects. It is gorgeously shot and hilarious as well. Uh, I mean, such a good uh, cast in this one: Adam Scott, Tony Collette, Dave Keckner, and I mentioned again, practical monster effects. Very cool stuff. All right, SteveStebbing.ca, and what the hell should we watch this Christmas night before? Was the night before Christmas, and all through the borough, the children were snuggled, their presents wrapped thorough. But this tale's not about presents, or Santa, or ponies. It's about three dudes, three bros, 
Three ride or die homies. <laughs> I want to see this it's right a now. Great trailer. Tell us yeah. about it, Steve. Yeah, this was released. Uh, I think it was five years ago, and barely made a ripple. And uh, one of the best, uh, you know, uh, Christmas comedies that I've seen uh, in the two thousands. Uh, and I mean, Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Anthony Mackie in like a Christmas Eve crazy, like drug-fueled romp movie, uh, trying to find this elusive, uh, maybe mythical party. And uh, so well-written. And uh, I mean, we just, uh, me and the wife watched it recently again, and it's it still holds up. It's so funny. The Casey Musgraves Christmas Show. I had this idea about bringing the Christmas album to life in a TV special. The idea behind this was to have people that I'm big fans of come and be special guests. I feel like we created something that I'm very, very proud of. American country singer, tell us about the Casey Musgraves Christmas show. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not really a country fan, but there's something about Casey Musgraves' uh, style of uh, country that actually really works with me. And she's an adorable human being at the same time. Uh, last year, she brought out this, uh, this holiday special that very much runs kind of like a, uh, like a variety show, uh, going through her album of Christmas songs, some really great guests in this one. Had Dan Levy's in this one, uh, James Corden, uh, and Willie Nelson had, and her do a song called a really Willie Christmas in this one is kind of like a reggae Christmas song and it really kind of works. Uh, and I mean, she also has a song with Zooey Deschanel and their voices together are just beautiful. Uh, this one is, uh, I haven't seen it. It's on my hit list this year. A very Murray Christmas. Uh, dashing through the snow in a one horse open sleigh. All the fields we go laughing all the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is a nightmare. I can't do this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bill Murray does Festivus. Uh, amazing. Absolutely. And I mean, this is him teaming up again with uh, Sofia Coppola, uh, who they did uh, Lost in Translation and recently on the Rocks. Uh, and I mean, another variety style show uh bill murray trying to do a christmas tv show worried that a really bad snowstorm in new york is going to keep all of his guests away his guests include like paul schaefer michael Sarah, george clooney miley cyrus uh rashida jones amy poehler chris rock i mean it's a huge plethora of stars in this one and i mean it's just fun and i love bill murray and i assume most people do as well I would agree with that one. Merry Christmas picks from Steve Stebbing. Shane Hewitt and Steve Stebbing is still here, stevestebbing.ca. Now, Steve, for not everybody wants to check out all the Christmas shows, and that's <laughs> it. Some people are still looking for some new things to, to watch, and I was thinking maybe we could give away three little nuggets of awesome here. What do you say? Sure, yeah. I'm ready for this. <laughs> All right, uh, Steve Stebbing, what the hell should we watch this weekend? Non-Christmas per, uh, version. Let's start with Monster Hunter. Where the hell are we? That lightning, it hit those markers and it took us somewhere. Guys! So what, are we like Guardians of the Galaxy now? 
On our six! Dear bros. Well, any movie action driven that has on my six in it is legit action movie. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Because uh, Mila Jovovich is in this one. She is uh, the leader of a Marine squad that gets kind of teleported to this world where these giant monsters, because of course, this is based on a video game and it's uh, directed by her Resident Evil directing husband, Paul W.S. Anderson, who also did Mortal Kombat in the 90s and kind of won my heart there. Uh, but his video game adapt- adaptations are just uh, not up to snuff, we'll say, plot and and script-wise. But the action in this movie is where it all makes up and makes it super entertaining because he paired up with Toho, who did all the Godzilla movies in Japan, to do these monster effects. And there are there are actually some really cool effects. So uh, if you can make it to the slog that is the first 45 minutes of this movie, you will be dazzled by the last half. All right, that's Monster Hunter with Steve Stebbing, stevestebbing.ca for all of the links and stuff, because he's got everything on his blog there too, by the way. Let's check out Tenet. To do what I do, I need some idea of the threat we face. As I understand it, we're trying to prevent World War Three. Nuclear Holocaust. Something worse. Something worse? What the hey? Oh, cliffhanger. Yeah, so Christopher Nolan tried to revitalize uh, the, the movie theaters in the end of August uh, uh, during the you know pandemic that we're still in right now. I didn't exactly do that uh, as far as box office numbers, but now you can watch it in the comfort of your own home for the holiday season. And it is... Uh, mesmerizing film of uh, espionage and uh, backwards and forwards in time. I'm still trying to unpack everything from watching it. I'm definitely going to watch it a few more times so I can uh, kind of formulate exactly what happens in this one. But it is just absolutely awe-inspiring. John David Washington takes the lead in this one. It's Denzel's kid. He's so good in this one, and so is Robert Pattinson. I just had a lot of fun with this one. Steve Stebbing, what the hell should we watch this weekend? Uh, the normal movie version and shows Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. This would be an empty world without the blues. I try to take that emptiness and fill it up with something. They want to call me Mother Blues. That's all right with me. It don't hurt none. Blues movie? Yeah, this one's really interesting, and it's kind of uh, with a heavy heart wrapping up this year uh, because uh, this is uh, based on an August Wilson play. It stars uh, it stars Viola Davis as a blues woman, Ma Rainey, uh, but the story here is the trumpet player, which is Chadwick Boseman's final performance, uh, Black Panther actor that passed away earlier this year. Uh, and what a performance it is. I mean, this is very much based on a stage play, and you could tell watching that. So it was very driven by the performances. But Chadwick just 
shines on screen and uh, definitely earns himself uh, possibly a posthumous uh, Academy Award in a year that's going to be really weird heading into award season. Love it. Sounds good. Some great things to check out there. Those three movies, Monster Hunter, Tenet, and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom with Steve Stebbing. His blog is stevestebbing.ca. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Well, Steve, a week from now, it is going to be Christmas Day. And then a week from that, we're back to January. So I look forward to keeping in touch with you personally over the holidays here on the show. Uh, Merry Christmas, brother. Thanks for being here. And thanks for all the great shows that you bring to us every single week. I know that um, not only do I appreciate it, you're slowly turning me into a a music fan, but I know the fellas do too. And so do the shift heads. But thanks, brother. Well, thank you for having me. And it's always a pleasure. And happy holidays, everybody. Steve Stebbing.